Welcome to this week's episode of Real Estate Marketing Insights, brought to you by Social Southern Creative, the one-stop shop for all of your real estate marketing needs. In today's fast-paced environment, standing out from the competition is more important than ever. As a leading marketing company specializing in the real estate industry, we understand the unique challenges that real estate professionals face in marketing their business and properties effectively. Join us as we explore the latest marketing trends, provide insights on effective strategies, and highlight success stories of our clients. So whether you're a real estate agent, broker, developer, or simply interested in the world of real estate marketing, we're excited for you to join us. Thank you for tuning in to Social Southern Creative. Hello, Nina. Hey, Steph. So welcome back to Real Estate Marketing Insights. We are so excited y'all are joining us today. And what a fun topic. Yeah, no, I'm excited. Yeah, we are going to be talking about networking. And more importantly, in-person networking. It is, you know, we say this all the time. We have built uh, our business on social media marketing. And it is so important, uber important in 2023 but I think especially with like post-COVID tiredness like people kind of forgot how to in-person network in so many instances yeah absolutely I feel like that like in-person interaction of people have gotten they're a little out of practice you know I know I definitely got very out of practice during COVID and like the mask years yeah not having that same I don't know yeah absolutely I I agree with you wholeheartedly so you know, we have really committed in our business. And the cool thing about networking, in-person networking, is it builds trust exponentially faster. And that is what someone is looking for when they are going to purchase a home with you. They're make, they are taking the largest investment or the lar- largest financial decision that they will ever make, and they're trusting it to you. And no one wants to feel like they're getting, like, the wool pulled over their eyes. Like, everyone wants to feel like they're getting the best deal, the best, like, experience. So if they don't want to be with someone that they think is just trying to make money off of them like they feel like they can trust you and have that relationship with you then they're way they're gonna be way more likely to make a huge purchase like that with you absolutely so in-person networking builds that trust so fast and there's just so many ways you can do it that's the cool thing there's like really no right or wrong way in the sense of what you choose to do now I do have some opinions on once you are in those rooms what that should look like but yeah but like every networking experience doesn't have to be this like tailored like hello and you don't have to have a business card even like you could just be anywhere it's the intent behind what you're doing to be able to network so you just run into someone you know at the gym you don't have to be in a blazer at the gym you can still network there in your gym clothes right and all networking is is building that connection with someone networking is not a sales pitch so while i think you should be mission-minded when you attend networking events it is not this hey let me give you my sales pitch because that is going to run people off very fast so let's dive in i think let's just get right to it on what we feel are some do's and don'ts at networking events or in-person networking events And these will pertain to a little bit of a larger setting. So think like chamber, rotary, those type of events where there's typically is a large crowd. So anytime we attend a networking event, we go with a mission in mind. That does not mean we go in like a rabid beast trying to like climb the walls and give our card to every single person we see. But there is a mission. And the reason that is, is because especially there's two of us. It is very easy to just get a drink, sit in the corner 
and chit chat about everyone's awesome clothes and just like people watch and, and people watch right, yes yeah. so we do not allow ourselves to do that there are times we go to networking events and there's a specific person we just want to get to know them a little more we work the room until we obtain that there are times we go to networking events where it is just a hey let's get our business cards into the hands of many people it's we're just trying to appear yeah. to the masses yeah and i mean and sometimes too like we uh, no, you're fine. You're fine. And so we always try to have a mission when we attend a networking event. If you do not have a mission, it's called social hour. And we love social hour. Right. There's a place for it, you know. And it's good to be sociable and, like, personable when you're there. Right. But it's that back of mind thinking of, like, well, I got to try and promote my business. I got to make sure that I'm trying to steer the conversation towards things to where I can talk about my business and what I'm doing in my projects or talk about their businesses. Yeah, like your goal is to get there and then figure out a way to connect with these people on a level that you will stay front of mind, that you can build that connection. So whenever you leave there, there's a chance that you can continue that relationship, build more trust, and they will use you in their their business uh, for real estate. So we are big on you have to go in with a mission. We know that we need to work the room. We do not sit down. It is uncomfortable. Right. And not to say that we don't occasionally go and powwow in the corner and have a little chit chat and, you know, center ourselves. But for the most part, we're out there like back to back shaking hands and trying to talk to people or I'll, you know. Yeah. There'll be times where we have to regroup. Yeah. We've had some networking events where maybe people are a little brash or... or just really intense. intense. Some people are really passionate nice about what they're doing, and they maybe had a couple extra coffees that morning, and it can be a lot. And especially, like, I'm a lot newer to the networking. Stephanie worked in real estate for when I was still in high school, so I am a Thanks for bit, dating me. Thanks, I mean, aging me, like, not literally stop, a date. <laughs> but, like, I feel like sometimes it can just be like, oh, my gosh, that's a lot. And, too, like, we want to make sure that we're doing – a good job of making connections and keeping track of who we're meeting so if you meet 10 people all back to back to back to back maybe it's good to go take a second regroup make sure you've organized their business cards so you don't so that's something we do is we organize our business cards in the order we spoke to the people so that's something we didn't think about when we were planning this yeah nina or i will be the one who holds the business cards and then we put them because i we feel i don't know if there's science behind this but we feel in our mind that we will remember the people a lot better from their if their business cards are placed in the order that we spoke to them in right like chronologically yes and like i always try and make sure that i have like a pocket or something and whatever i'm wearing so that way i can either like keep them in the same like order where i put them or i have some like i don't ever want to like get jumbled and start losing my things and just make sure i always have somewhere to like put my phone or put whatever and I'll, I'll make notes if i need to or if someone said something like um the last event we went to they were talking about this girls of virtue event that we knew we wanted to go to so i always make sure i bring a pen so i can jot down like when they have the next events and like dates and stuff because it's a lot of information that you're getting in one two hour hour and a half event so don't feel like you have to remember you don't have to be einstein you can take notes and create systems that way you can remember what you're doing because it's more important to make genuine connections that you can then follow up on than it would be to meet 100 people i'd rather make 10 good connections that i can remember their name maybe their dog's name i don't know if we talked about that then 
get my my business card into 100 different hands that day i'd rather make a genuine good we have and we have a little bit our last time we did we had a kind of a vip system if it was like someone we were like oh we are connecting with them we related with them we really enjoyed their conversation it might not have just been to advance our business there could have been other reasons but we had like a stack of cards where like these are like VIP follow-ups so that we need to handle them a little differently. So that jumps into our next portion of networking advice. There has to be a follow-up, a one-time, one-off exchange of cards, a three-minute conversation where you talk about your business, like Nina said, maybe your dog, and you mentioned that you're trying a new restaurant in town is not enough. So we are major fans of following up in anywhere from six to twenty-four hours after the event, mm-hmm. if they, you made our if you make our VIP list of cards, you're getting a text message. Hey, mm-hmm. it was wonderful meeting with you today. I would love to connect in the future. Grab a cup of coffee, hear more about your organization, your business, your nonprofit, the five K you're running, whatever it is, the thing that drew you to them. Yeah. Then there's the other list. They get an email. Mm-hmm. And it was, hey, this is my contact information. So you'll have it in your email. It was wonderful meeting with you. And we are big on follow up. It will la- leave a lasting impression. It also gives you a chance to s- set yourself apart in case they lose that business card somewhere yeah. in their car. Yeah, especially because, like, I mean, they're maybe not on your VIP list and they get the text message. If you message them to their Instagram from your Instagram, then you can follow each other. Then they already found you. You've already helped them make that extra connection for you and you've reached out. Right. I, there's nothing worse when I see I'll watch individuals, especially new real estate agents. They're so gung-ho. They're so excited. And they're going to do everything. And they go to networking events. They sit in the corner with one other realtor friend. Mm-hmm. They get a few business cards and they leave and they do nothing with them. I'm like, oh, you just kind of wasted an hour of your day yeah. or two hours. And honestly, networking events can be a little tiring. So I just think... If you truly, truly want to network, there has to be a little bit of work behind it. I know people are like, let it be natural. Yes, let the conversation be natural. But the actual art of networking does require some planning. And it's not like... Like you went to a networking event, everyone went to a networking event. So following up, you know, quickly after, it's not desperate. You're not like some weirdo that like is like, please, please work with me. I feel like that's a normal. It just shows that you're interested, that you're professional, and that you know, you got this, you are able to be a space to work with them. Absolutely. Our next piece of advice is controversial, and I know people are going to disagree, but please avoid alcohol. It doesn't typically go well, especially if you're new to the organization. Right. Um, and I know what it, the number one thing we hear back is, well, it helps me relax. It helps me be a better networker. Well, no, what you really should do is just go to more networking events. That will help you become a better networker. Right. Yeah. And I think we've all been guilty of that, like a glass of wine to relax. And listen, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But it's when I'm at an event and I see someone drinking two, three, four, five cocktails. It's no longer a networking event. There's for you. And and I just don't think that there's a place for that. Right. I mean... Especially, too, because, like, I mean, we could all rehash health class and talk about all the effects that alcohol has on your brain, but I would rather, like, if I'm nervous before the event, I'd rather think about the reward of an Aperol spritz after or a glass of wine after the event and know that I have a clear head now and think about how I can, like, de- like 
de-stress afterwards, but I don't want to de-stress before and then have my brain be a little bit fuzzy. So like, yeah, I might like calm my nerves, but then I'm also going to calm my ideas and like my brain power. Like I'd rather hold off a little bit, maybe have a little coffee or have a little Coca-Cola for some caffeine and sh- some sugar and then have the alcohol to relax afterwards. And Nina said something, I don't remember if it was in a class or on an Instagram post. I really don't even remember where I've seen her say this or write this, but I thought it was so great. When you go in with a mission, it actually takes off the stress like behind the scenes. So if you're like, you're not worried about your anxiety of trying to mingle or network because you have a mission. Okay. Yeah. You have a distraction. You have something else to put your mind thoughts toward. So like, I know if I just go into a networking event, I'm going to start thinking like, well, do I sound silly? Is my hair messed up? Is my business sound good? But if I have a mission then I'm more focused on like, well, did I do this on my task? Did I do Like, I have something else to think about and distract myself. And if I do feel myself kind of spiraling and thinking about, like, other things that aren't really relevant or important, then I can redirect my attention back to what I'm there for, what I'm there to do, and get it done. And maybe this isn't always the healthiest mentality, but I'm like, if it's not going to kill me, I can do it. So, I yeah, I might be really nervous to go over and try and talk to these big wigs that I know are really successful in my industry, but... It's not going to kill me to do it. So I might they well can't eat you. Right. They're not a whale. Right. Um, <laughs> did you see that man got ate by a whale, but the whale spit him out? Yeah, I did see about yeah. that. Yeah, so they can't do that. So that's really, really good. But yes, I mean, it, that's why everything in your business should really have a system. And so we have a system for networking. We have a system right. of how we hold our business cards, how we follow up. I have a system for everything. I have a system for how I get, like, get ready for bed at night. Like, I feel like systems help you take off that mental load to where you can just it's just routine it's just right step after another and that's how we run networking it's just like your nighttime routine or your morning routine is we have a checklist we look at before we go we talk about here's what our we're hoping to accomplish here sometimes it is just getting in front of eyeballs sometimes there is a person nina and i just had this conversation earlier and we kind of alluded to it on our last podcast there's two people in our community that we really need to get in front of. They would help move the needle within our business and our organization. If we could get in front of those two women, I know we could wow them. I know we could get what we want. So (laughs) do not think we are not mission-minded. We're not going in like a rabid beast. If we find them at an event, we're not going to just beeline to them. We're going to subtly work the room. And another thing is, so let's say you walk into a room and you are working the room and that person that you were hoping to connect with walks in. The way you need to excuse the person you are speaking to is just say, hey, ah, see you. No, 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 no. Don't do out. No, no, do, do not. That was terrible advice. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Don't um, <laughs> is to say, hey, it was wonderful speaking with you. Can I get your contact information so we can connect later? So you are ending that on a high note, making that connection. And then you can try to move forward into the room of where you're trying to be and get in front of who you want to be in front of. Right. And like, especially if you had that piece of, I'm excited to talk to you later, they don't feel like they just got snubbed. They're like, yeah. Yeah, Or as like, uh, I have young stepdaughters. They don't feel like they got yeeted. (laughs) Is that still a word? I think so. I think so. so. Like I I try to get up to date once a month. So yeah, you don't want anyone to feel like they've been yeeted and you can just nicely excuse yourself with their contact information because you need it anyway for your database. Yeah. So next thing we're always asked is, where do I find these networking events? How do you find them? Well, uh, the obvious answer is your chamber. I know that not everyone has the budget to join a chamber, and I'm going to give you this advice if you do join the chamber. I've been a part of so many chambers. I should write a book on chamber uh, membership. It does not work unless you go consistently at the chamber. If you look at any 
successful chamber members, they are at, I would imagine to say, 75% of the events, at least 85 to 90% of the time. They are consistent. They are front of face. They are working that chamber like that is their organization and they are going to be the head of it like how some people want to be the head on instagram the head on they want to be the head of the chamber so if you're going to invest in your local chamber which there are some amazing chambers in our area you've got to put in your part paying that 300 or 400 or 500 whatever it is with inflation right now will not get you customers right and just like making that investment won't be enough like you'd have to do it's not just the financial you really do have to show up and be there and go to the events and it's not they have like a million events but there is a decent number of them it's it's definitely going to be something that you have to commit to doing but i mean it's a it would for most people if you are able to like do this successful networking it'll you'll meet a lot of good people and it probably will be successful for your business depending on your industry but i mean we would i would say we'd recommend joining your chamber if i you would can. yeah there's certain ones that i've been a part of that have not offered me much success and i did try to work them properly and then there so just go to your chamber and we have actually a blog post up that says the questions you should ask on whether you should join your chamber so just go over to socialsoutherncreative.com go to our blog post there's a whole article about joining chamber should you what questions you should ask etc um and so that is obviously a great way the really cool thing about the chamber especially if you're in the real estate business and you go to all these events you're going to meet other people that would help your customers so you're going to meet the people that uh, resurface uh driveways you're going to meet painters you're Mm -hmm. going to meet mortgage uh, loan officers right so you're going to not only be able to showcase you you're going to be able to create a database for your customers so you're going to be a resource for your customers because you'll have all these connections so it's twofold right i feel like a lot of times when you're working as someone's real estate agent sometimes you might feel like you're almost their personal assistant the way that they just like they'll ask you a million different questions and how great would it be to just have the answers for them yeah to have the people yeah you're not it's not technically your job to be able to recommend someone to fix the paint at their their house that they want to buy but if you can how great is that you know right so it's wonderful the next place is actually your local news stations they typically have like a virtual bulletin board so locally like a news for jacks or first coast if you go to their websites and our uh, newspaper here in jacksonville Mm -hmm. they all three have virtual bulletin boards excellent spot the next way is to ask on your social media. So I love asking, hey, what's going on in the community? Is there not any nonprofits that have anything coming up? And yeah. then this way it's threefold. One, you drive engagement. Two, you become a resource for your community. And three, it shows you you support other organizations in your community. Yeah. So just put that question out there. Yeah. Either on like a Facebook group or on your own page. Just put it out and see what responses you get. Yes. That's another great one is Facebook groups. You can type in the word of any city. If you type in the word Jacksonville, literally there's like 40 groups. Jacksonville moms groups. Jacksonville business 40. groups. Uh, more than that easily. Thousands. Yeah. Thousands of Jacksonville groups. Some for them are sketchy. Yeah, I'm not saying don't. I mean, the first though, 40 look legit. Yeah. It gets a little, a little, gets a little scary after the first 40. I don't know if that would be what I would do, but you know, teach his own. I don't know what kind of groups Nina's looking in, but uh, so yes, I would highly recommend Facebook groups. I'm part of like three Jacksonville business groups. There's yeah. always something going on in those groups. So right. make a commitment. That is what Nina and I do every month. We plan out, what are we going to be doing for networking? It is just as important. It's more important than putting a post up on social media. It's more important than, honestly, I'm just being honest, creating this podcast. Like, it is. It is the thing that will move the needle in your business fast, efficiently, and long term. And it keeps you front of mind. 
Right. Absolutely. I mean, there's so many, like people get a million emails a day, but you can't, you can't meet a million people in a day. So getting that in person. Yeah. Face to face. Yeah, absolutely. So that is our tips. Go in with a mission. Don't drink alcohol. Follow up, follow up, follow up. Make a commitment in your business and in your life to find these events. Stick with them. Do not back out. Be careful, though, inviting your friends. I know that's a real common one I hear on other podcasts. Like, get a girlfriend and go. That is fine if you guys have a live chat in the car. Like, we're not going to be each other's lifeline. We're going to go in. Right. If you can do that nonverbal communication, you know, where you, like, look at each other and you can giggle, cool. Maybe do that as long as you're able to actually talk to people. And, like, don't let that... Don't let bringing your friend be a crutch to where you're only just sitting in the corner with them. Make sure that you're still confident enough to go out and shake some new hands and meet new people and make new connections. Yes, without the crutch of someone else. So, yes, friends are great. Highly recommend them. The more you do it, I was part of the clay chamber for many, many years. And at first, I always felt like, oh, I have to go with my friend. By the end of it, I was like, oh, she can't go. I'll go. It's no big deal. You know, because I'd met so many great connections that I had other people I wanted to hang out with anyway. And, I mean, there are going to be a lot of people that you see, like, that go in duo, duos to these events. But a lot of times it is just people there by themselves. Yeah. You know? Just, there's a lot of solo birds. It's yeah. Flying. Absolutely. All right. I think that's it, Nina. Yeah. You got any big plans for the weekend? Um, I was, I think I may try out uh, this, that new Oaxaca restaurant over in, um, Jack's Beach, but I don't know if I'll be able to get a reservation. I might have to just see if I can walk over and maybe grab a drink at the bar because it's right over by where I live so I can ride my bike over because it's supposed, I think it's supposed to be some beautiful weather this weekend. I know. I've seen that. So hot, which is awesome. Last week I was wearing like a leather dress. This week I'm in like florals and (laughs) pink because it's so warm. We tried to get into a coup. Oh, have you heard yeah. of it? Yeah, that's over. I think that's over by my house as well. The oh new, gosh, um, they have like sushi and like, like it looks very trendy, but sushi. Yeah. And they have the rooftop, right? So you get, yes. you get right by the ocean too. Okay, you well, you basically have to be the president, I guess, to get in there or what, whatever, because it is booked, booked. Really, we tried. So I actually think we haven't eaten there in years. I think we're going to make the trip to Gainesville, which is like an Ooh. hour and twenty minutes for us, and go eat at Dragonfly tonight. Dragonfly, yeah, that'll be nice. Yeah, that was one of like my husband and I's first date, so I'm like, ah, let's go over there. So yeah, okay, okay, well, all right. Thank you so much for tuning in. Yeah.